We are once again this week podcast only, um, unfortunately. So, um, but let's dive in. We're going to continue the theme. Where is God in these times of trouble? Where is God when we feel fear and anxiety and worry and, and, and troubled? Where is God in all of this? Uh, and we're going to be in Isaiah again this week. We were last week and we will be again this week because Isaiah is a great place to go in times of trial because it was written in times of great trial in Israel. This morning we're going to talk about strength. Now what do you think of when you think of strength? We go pretty much immediately to the idea of physical strength, physical power. There are literally thousands of Instagram accounts and, and YouTube channels that, uh, on how to build physical strength. And, and physical strength is important. We are body, soul, and spirit. And so you can't affect one without affecting the other. If you are physically sick, then you feel down or, or uh, less, uh, both in soul and, and spirit. Um, and if you are um, emotionally uh, distraught, you feel it physically. So we, we are body, soul, and spirit. We need physical exercise. But we need more than physical strength. Because a guy that, that, that can bench press 500 pounds can, can still be absolutely broken by bad news. So we need more, more than just physical strength. We need emotional strength. We need spiritual strength. And that's what we're going to talk about this morning. So we're going to read from Isaiah, and I'm going to read the entire chapter of Isaiah chapter 12. Isaiah chapter 12. On that day you will say, I will give thanks to you, Lord. Although you were angry with me, your anger is turned away, and you have comforted me. Indeed, God is my salvation. I will trust him and not be afraid. For the Lord, the Lord himself, is my strength and my song. He has become my salvation. You will joyfully draw water from the springs of salvation. And on that day, you will say, give thanks to the Lord. Proclaim his name. Make his works known among the peoples. Declare that his name is exalted. Sing to the Lord, for he has done glorious things. Let this be known throughout the earth. Cry out and sing, citizen of Zion, for the Holy One of Israel is among you in his greatness. So let's look at this as we have been, study our way through and, and look first at the context. Uh, clearly in the context, um, as I, I, I covered this quite a bit last week, um, but it, it's Isaiah writes at a time when everybody seems to be in charge in Israel and nobody seems to be in charge in Israel at the same time. Assyria had conquered Israel, but then lost the southern kingdom of Judah to Babylon. But Babylon really doesn't have control yet either. And Egypt is mixing itself in there and doing its own thing. And so that it, it's who's in charge? Is it still Assyria? Is it now Babylon? Is Egypt uh, in charge? Are we in charge of ourselves? That Everybody is asserting control and nobody actually seems to have it. And I see, I'll see. i say again, that seems to be like our world today. We've got lots of people stepping up to the mic, but it doesn't seem like anybody's really in charge. It, 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 it doesn't seem like 
uh, anybody's really controlling anything. Uh, we've got a lot of voices, and and we're just our society just seems to listen to the loudest voice at the mic. Um, we even have the uh, silent voices, if you could call them that, of of social media, this cancel culture, uh, where where you do things um, and make decisions based upon likes and and based upon uh, what what is the feedback from social media? So who's in charge really? It's it's hard to say. So as we saw last week in Isaiah chapter 33, Isaiah writes at this time of a time when all of this will be over. When he told us last week, God is in charge, and he writes at this chapter here, which reads very much like a psalm or a, or a song even of what is to come. And writing about what is to come gives us hope. He essentially tells the people of God to hold on because God has been their salvation and will be again. In, in chapter 11, he even brings up the exodus from Egypt and talks about how God brought them through that and will, and, and that same God will bring them through what they're, they're going through today. So what does this say about God? It says God will have his day. God will have his day. I'm going to say that a lot because this is it's an important thing to hang on to in times of trouble. Verse 1 starts us out with on that day, a day in the future when God will make everything right again. The people of God in Israel needed to hold on to that because, because they everything seemed up in the air. Everything seemed uncertain. The people of God today need to hang on to that because everything seems uncertain. God will have his day. God will have his day with us. The promise isn't just for Israel. It is, it is recorded here for us and for our time. God is in charge, and he will have his day. <clears throat> All of the confusion, all of the unrest, all of the uncertainty is is going to end because God will have his day. And this also says that God is our salvation. Now, we use this word so often that we forget what it means. It means rescue. It means to be delivered. It means help. We are saved. We are rescued from the mess mankind creates. They were creating it when Israel, when the when Isaiah wrote to Israel, and and we're creating it still today. We we don't trust political figures. We don't trust scientists. We don't trust doctors. We trust God. A sports hero is not going to get us through this. God is, and it says that God is our strength. Now again. We think immediately of physical strength, and, and, I, and, and it's not that God isn't our physical strength. He does carry us along, but, but think of this as, as might, power, boldness. It's every type of strength, physical strength, emotional strength, spiritual strength, mental strength. This is the strength we need for this time. 
doesn't mean that you'd be able to bench press 500 pounds uh, after reading Isaiah 12. But it does mean that you can withstand the, 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 all that's going on in our world today. God is your strength. He will sustain you, body, soul, and spirit. And it also says God is our song. Now, we read this a lot in the Psalms and, and, and such, but what does it mean that God is our song? It, it, this, this word literally means song, praise, melody. So clearly, God is our worship, but having a song in your heart means having joy in your heart. God is our song because God is our joy. He's the song in our hearts that carry us through. He's the calm and the peace and the joy and the pleasure that, that rules our hearts no matter what the circumstances are. God can be your song. That's, that's a powerful message from this passage. God will have his day. And until that day, God is your song. He is your joy. He is your pleasure. He is your melody, your praise. So what does it say about us? It says that God cares for us. He cares for you. The incredible care and love and grace and mercy and strength of God is aimed directly at you. You are the target, focus, and purpose of the care of God. He knows exactly what you're feeling. He knows exactly how, how the fear and worry and anxiety is tearing you apart. And he wants you to know that he will put a song in your heart. He will be your rescue. He will have his day. He is our hope because he will have his day. And he is our salvation because he will rescue us. He is our song because he is our sense of joy and peace and beauty and pleasure in the midst of, of chaos. So what must we do? Now that we know this about God and now that we know this about us, what must we do? I'm going to say it like a broken record. I've been saying it for weeks. Trust God. We see in Isaiah how, how God works in the world for the benefit of his people. Read, read all of Isaiah. Read a few chapters of Isaiah. And you see you see how God works in the Middle East, how he works in the world. He moves nations for his people. Yes, things get chaotic and unsettled in his time and in our time. But God has a purpose. And when that purpose is accomplished through the chaos, God has his day. Until that time, we hope, we place our hope, our confidence in the God that will have his day. The God that is our rescue, the God that is our strength, the God that is our song. We must take our eyes off of ourselves. We must take our eyes off of the chaos in the world. And, it, and no matter how hopeless it seems at times, we must look to God, see the face of God, and trust God. Let's look at this that verse 2 phrase by phrase. Indeed, God is my salvation. Indeed means surely or certainly, without question. There needs to be no doubt in your mind that God is your salvation. And, 
And as I've already said, salvation, rescue, deliverance, health, help. Do you need any of these? Do you feel like you want to be rescued from all that's going on? Turn to God. Do you feel like you want to be delivered from from these this situation or any situation? Turn to God. We all feel like we need help right now to get through this. Let's turn to God. He surely, certainly, without question, will rescue us, deliver us, restore our health, and help us. I will trust him and not be afraid. What does it mean to trust God? It means to have your confidence in God, to rely upon God, to feel safe in him. It means surrendering all of your fear and all of your anxiety and all of your worry to God. Trust in God is the cure for fear, according to this passage. It says so right here. Rely upon God. Trust His plan. Put your hope in the absolute fact that He will have His day. And that day is coming. Put put your hope in the absolute fact that God is your rescue. God is your strength. God is your song. He will give you all the strength you need, physical, emotional, mental, spiritual, every kind of power, every kind of might you need when you trust in him. And he will get you through. For the Lord, the Lord himself is my strength and my song. You know, in, the, in, in your Bible, if you look, the, the word Lord is in all caps. That's a translator's way of telling you that this is the name of God, Yahweh or Yehoah. So think about even his name. Even his name says, I am. I am. He's, not, he's the God that is. He's not the God that was. He's not the God that will be. He's the God that is. I am is with you. The, his, so, so look at this phrase, for I am I am himself is my strength and my song. It's God himself. It's not It's not some angel. It's not someone that God is going to send to you. It's God himself. Now, I want you to think about that because especially in the time of Isaiah and, and the time of the Old Testament, there was always somebody that God sent. He sent Abraham. He sent Moses. He sent Isaac. There was always a, a representative of God that was sent to to say what God needed said and, and to do what God needed done. But but this passage tells us that it's God Himself, the I Am, will be with you. The I Am is everything we need. He's love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, goodness, gentleness, self-control. He's, he's given us the Spirit of Christ to empower us to, to, to be the channel of His power and strength and might. Christ is with you right now. Right now. Will you trust Him? If you are a believer in Jesus Christ, you have Him within you. You have His power, His might, His strength, his song within you. Will you trust him? Maybe this morning you need to take a step of faith toward God. Maybe 
you realize that you don't have this spirit of strength in you. You don't have this spirit of love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, goodness, gentleness, self-control. You don't have these things within you. You can. You can with a simple prayer. First, we acknowledge that we, that we have sin in our lives. God, I know that I have sin in my life. I've done things wrong. I've said things wrong. I've thought things wrong. And I know the Bible calls that sin. But I'm going to trust that Jesus died on the cross to pay my price. He took my place on that cross. So I'm going to ask you to come into my life and give me this strength. Give me this hope. Give me this confidence. Give me a song in my heart. If you prayed that prayer for the first time, send us a, a note and let us know. This morning, if you know Christ, will you trust Him? Will you trust that He's going to give you everything you need? And will you put your hope in the absolute, unquestioning fact that God will have His day? Let's take a moment and do that. Father, these are troubling times. We have problems within our own families. We have illness. We have uh, social unrest. We have so much going on in our world. And it seems like nobody is in control. But, Father, we, we know, we know somewhere in our minds that you are in control. And so we are going to put our trust in you. We put our hope in you, knowing that you will have your day. Give us the strength we need. Give us the song in our heart. We ask it in the name of Jesus. Amen.